Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code cornerbooth for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Corner Booth Podcast. I am your host, Jared Klim, alongside my amazing intern, Samir Singh, and the host of the Tailgate in the Quad Pod, which returns this September. Mr. Kevin. July returns? Uh, we're doing oh, yeah, yeah. SEC weekly episodes, and then, it, like, August, we're going to start okay. up more. So I have a correction there. July, it starts up. But uh, goes full go in September, that's what you were telling me? End of August, September, yeah. All right, fair enough. Gentlemen, how are we feeling on this very thunderstormy, super hot Tuesday in July? feel a little muggy, but, uh, you know, overall, all in all, pretty decent, you know. Uh, the uh, Yankees have driving me, been driving me crazy the past, you know, a week, two weeks. Um and forever and ever, it seems, and I might just blow my brains out because of them solely. But that's about it. I'm good. Smear, if it comforts you, just think you could be a Diamondbacks fan. I could. I could be. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point, that's like, like Expected. being a Diamondbacks fan. Like, yeah, that's like a meme. Like you're you're embracing like, like being bad. Com- and- we're like good every three or four years, so it's not like. It's our team's cyclical. We literally every four years are nasty, and then we blow the team up and go through the same thing every year. <laughs> Nothing ever changes. It's always. I wouldn't say the Diamondbacks have been nasty in the past twenty years. I would say every couple years they're 11, competent. Seventeen. Two thousand seven, they were one bad. They were two thousand seven. They were one bad. Nah, one bad pitching performance from going to the World Series against your Red Sox. Two against the Rockies. Two thousand eleven. Basically, J.J. puts blew a save, and they were going to smoke who they played the next round. I, can't, I think I can't remember who they played, in, who who went to the World Series in 11. But 11, they had it. They were going to kill whoever went in. I remember because I was pissed off because the, the Brewers got their butt, got roped by them. Didn't the Cardinals win in 2011? Yeah, but we had like a winning record against Cardinals that year, I thought. I don't know. I, I, I can it's been a while. I, I'm not sure. I was pissed about it for something else because, you know, fuck Ryan Braun. Um, but, yeah, it yeah. Um, How was your 4th of July weekend, boys? You guys enjoy yourselves? See Joey Chestnut again just to demolish hot dogs like a champ? I was at home watching the dog all weekend. Nice. I was at home uh, with cat all weekend, so. I uh, I lied to my campers today and told them that I almost beat Joey Chestnut on Saturday Sunday. I was like I was so close, guys, and they were like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah, you just use milk." <laughs> uh, but in reality, I I saw a lot of like 
uh, in Fairfield, I don't know if you heard, Jared, the community theater, they like reopened it. Yeah. And it's and it's nice, you know. I went on Friday, I went with my dad, we saw E.T. We just want to see it on the big screen. Fantastic. Then I saw Alien for the very first time on Saturday night. Um, wow. That movie's amazing. On, on a screen like that, that's got to be awesome. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you see an old school movie like that, a big screen, it's really cool. Like I, the first time I saw Predator, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, I saw it on like a like 85 inch projection screen TV at some rich kid's house while I was on vacation. Ooh. And it was awesome. I was like yeah. that. I totally lived into the billing. So like, I, I, I got to admit that's probably the coolest experience, <clears throat> but, uh, we had a cra- you know what's so crazy? We took Thursday off because, you know, Kev was on holiday. Uh, me and Samir just kind of were like, cool. We don't really feel like doing a live stream anyway. So without Kevin, because, you know, Kevin is the comedic relief of our show, obviously. Um, so we all took the weekend off. We had so much fucking news in the past, like, like week since, like, thir- like last, like, five days. So oh, we're, yeah. catch- we're playing catch up. Obviously, off the rip, uh, the Suns and Bucks are headed to the NBA Finals. We'll do predictions in a second. Giannis is, I think his knee is still questionable. Middleton, by the way, I take back everything I said about him over the past two years. I have ripped on Chris Middleton, not as much as, like, Kevin's favorite broadcaster, Colin Cowherd, but enough where, like, it's, I don't like, the guy would think I wouldn't like him. Um, he's definitely played insane. Uh, they knocked out the Brooklyn Nets, who I thought were the hands-on favorite to win out of the East. I thought it was going to be Brooklyn versus Phoenix. That's, I, I swear, after the, after the Lakers got knocked out, God bless the Suns. Um, I thought it was going to be Phoenix, Brooklyn. And the Bucks in game seven, I just watched them hit shot after shot after shot. So... I gotta throw a hand. I gotta throw a golfer's clap to Milwaukee there. You know, just guys, way yeah. to keep it together. I thought good they, job I, over there. Atlanta was gonna pull it out at the end. I really did. Uh, leave it to Atlanta to choke in a game six. Um, Kevin, you can make all the Atlanta choking job, jokes you want. Um, I have friends who are Atlanta fans, so I can't. Oh come on, you're getting soft on me now. You used to make Falcons and Georgia jokes, like like. Well, yeah, Georgia and Falcons jokes I'll make, but like I. I don't hate the Hawks. I don't hate Trey Young. I like John Collins. Oh, I love John Collins. He's so much fun to watch. Yo, but did you guys see Kevin Herter uh, say that he liked Rich the Kid over Outkast? Yeah, yeah, that that was weird. Oh, and everyone was like, that's why we lost. That hurt. That's yeah. like that kid. That, who was that? There was that white rapper who dated Miley Cyrus's little little sister for like a, a year, a month or so. Said Tupac was boring. I'm like, bro, I listened to your music for 30 seconds. I was puked. Uh, oh, wow. Little Zan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's trash. and looks like he has the most punchable face on the planet. And the worst part is, Samir, we're from Connecticut. There's about 15 dudes who look like Little Zan on, in, like, on each block. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. The whole thing. Uh, where is he from? I, I want to know. I have to know. Oh, that, it's probably it's California. Like or like Malibu. He's got to be from like a rich neighborhood. He has to be. Redlands, California. I would guess their GDP is pretty good. Oh, it's it's from Interior California, which actually show, means it might not be. Uh, major employer economy, just major employers. Give me their GDP. See, this is the real simple we're looking for here. I mean, 
Yeah, I, I listened to one I one song, 45 seconds I made it through. I was like, God, this is terrible. And you said Tupac is boring? Bro, you sound like you're, you sound like every frat boy trying to play do karaoke. So it's it's not like a super rich area, but it's it's like South- well. Poverty rate is about on national average. U.S. average is thirteen point seven percent. Redlands, California, is thirteen point six percent. Median age thirty six. Median household income seventy two thousand. Uh, property value three hundred seventy-two thousand six hundred. So yeah, it's it's not a bad place, but it's not like a great one. Yeah, it's not it's, like he's from like Bowen Homes in Atlanta or Marcy Projects in in Brooklyn, but I mean, or Bed Stuy, but like you know, it's you know, it's just the problem is like he's part of that SoundCloud rapper wave that hit us for about a couple of years, and it just was irritating as hell. Like, there was about yeah. a, a three-year stretch where I just hated 80% of the rap music that was out there. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I mean, there was some good stuff out of there, but, like, I don't know. I like Ski Mask. Ski Mask ain't bad. I loved Pop Smoke. Uh, I love Polo G. Uh-huh. I really... You guys come out are fun. Really fun. What, Polo G's new album? Like, I'm just saying, like, overall, like, the new, like, because, you know, you had the SoundCloud from, like, I don't know, let's say 2017 to 2019, like, that class. Like, the class, like, the class after, like, Uzi came out. Like, just after then, that period, until, like, 2019. I don't get, I don't get the little Uzi Vert. I don't get it. I don't get the. I love Lil Uzi Vert. I really like him. I'm a big fan. He's whatever. Um, but I love, um, what's his face? No, I, you know, I, one of my guilty pleasures is definitely Kodak Black, and I, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I like Kodak. He did a remake. He basically did a song to the uh, one of the songs by uh, Mind, My Mind Playing Tricks on Me by the Ghetto Boys. He did a song over it. I can't remember the name of the song right now. It's like literally tip of my tongue. It's like one of his famous, famous songs. But I heard it. My buddy was listening to it on his earbuds. I heard it like through my speakers i was like um i was like i heard it through speakers I'm like bro i know that song that's um that's what's it called that's uh ghetto boys he goes nah that's good that's good earrings though it's kodak and i'm like wait that's a kodak song uh it was uh transporting and i'm like okay i, I mess with this a little bit it's not bad yeah, but yeah that's good new school wrapped me i i have to listen to it a little bit i like joey badass a lot um, but he hasn't dropped anything in months. Um, J. Cole obviously is like the new new school Jay Z. He just he he's 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 king. Like Drake is get, gets all the hits and stuff like that. Eh, I'm not a J. Cole guy. That I, new album, I respect because he can do he can he can dabble in anything and it still sound great. Sure. I like. I mean, yeah, Drake gets all the hits. Sure. Kendrick needs to drop this year. He has Yo, to come up. Facts. I need something because li- li- like what was this? What was the album that had DNA and uh, Loyal on Damn. it? Damn. Damn. Yeah. No, that was an incredible album. I loved it. Um. I I, I don't know. Like tw- and also like it's just weird. Rap music has gotten so odd. Like Nas dropped an album this sheet last year. It was really good, but it was very the Kanye one that Kanye produced. 
No, yeah, the one uh, with um, King's Disease, I think that was the name of the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a very uh, well-done album, but it was very, like, penthouse rap, I guess would be the right word for it. Mm-hmm. But, all right. We've talked enough about rap music. Let's go back to NBA. Yeah. Um, Bucks, Suns. I'll start this off. I got to give the Bucks a lot of credit. Yeah. Giannis, besides the fact it takes you 45 fucking minutes to shoot a free throw, you've played really well in these NBA, NBA playoffs. Chris Middleton, I already sung his praise. I am a big Drew Holiday fan. I think he's made a hell of a difference on this team. The rest of the Bucks, even though Bobby Portis Jr. looks like your creative player in NBA 2K, um, I'm not – the Milwaukee's – they're they're like they're last year's Miami Heat. They are scrappy. They've made it here. They got the redemption. They kicked Miami's ass. They beat Brooklyn in seven. They smacked. They they got they suffered and got through Milwaukee. I still have Phoenix in five though. I really do. That team they've been they've been rested. Chris Paul's good to go. Aiton's good to go. Besides the NBA trying to do their anti-Chris Paul shindig again, I think they got this. Devin Booker's playing out of his mind. Brooks is nasty as well. Or Bridges, Bridges, Brooks, Bridges, Bridges. Brooks is on the Bridges. Brooks is on the uh, on the Grizzlies. Um, I love Phoenix in this one. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be intently watching this tonight and being so happy to see two teams that aren't the Lakers, Heat, Brooklyn. I, I do want Miami to go, but that's because of Jimmy Butler. Uh, I, I just like seeing two new teams, honestly. That's kind of where I'm at about this right now. So, yeah, I got Suns in five. I just, their offense is too overpowered. Kevin, what do you think? All right, so Brooklyn, first off, would fall into a new team. True, but it's a super team, so it's like... Yeah, so it's like every team. Yeah, true. Uh, I have Suns in six. I think Giannis isn't going to play tonight. I think he's going to be rusty game two. And then I think he'll kind of wake up. The Bucks start playing better, but I still think the Suns are going to win in six. I am conflicted on this. I don't like Chris Paul. He's kind of a bitch. But also, I mean, he is easily a top 10 point guard all time. So he has to get a ring. Yeah. Top five gives him a ring. He gets top five. He gets a ring. In my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, uh, I'm going to say Suns and Six as well. We're a Suns podcast. You know, we said that before. We said this I, round one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you get if you get uh, the CP3 you got during the Nuggets series, where he had like three turnovers, all, like or like four turnovers the entire series, it's absurd. A numbers like. Just ridiculous. Like, if you get that, Chris Paul, the offense is unstoppable. Like the offense just runs like a straight up lo- like a well-oiled locomotive. Like it's incredible. Uh, once again, I will say Chris Middleton's fantastic. I think Drew Holiday is the X factor in this series. Uh, Drew Holiday is better than every he since he's gotten to the league. He's always been better than everyone says he is. I would completely. And agree. I think like one of the most blatantly un like he is. He should he can be a two on an NBA finals winning team. With the right team, he could be the number two. That's pushing it. That's really pushing it. No, I, I I agree. Def, can defend well. He's no slouch on offense. He 
Yeah, it would have to be a very good team around him. Right. It would need. Yeah, it would need to be a deep top five good. superstar and a bunch of really good role players. Yeah, it's. But no, I, you, I agree. You could argue that he's a great three right now, and maybe one of the best threes in the game. Okay. Yeah. I'll uh, take- yeah, but I still think. I mean, also, who's gonna stop uh, Giannis? I think it's gonna be Jay Crowder. They'll have on him most of the time. Playoff Jay. <laughs> D. We'll see if he gets in his head. That he messed with LeBron that- a little bit. Who is more of a playoff free agent, is it PJ Tucker or Jay Crowder? I swear, those two just like just set up rent tents in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Oh, Tucker, Jay Crowder are going to get into a, a straight up. I am waiting for this. Like we should like there should be a prop bet somewhere about who's going to get in the who's going to further throw the get in the first scuffle is going to be a uh, Tucker or uh, <clears throat> um, Mr. Crowder. I also love how P- Kevin Durant's mom was talking shit to PJ, uh, PJ Tucker during that the, the second round series. That was yeah. great. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I think. Uh, the Suns felt have felt like the team of destiny ever since they beat the Lakers. The offense is fantastic. I think you can do enough to stop Giannis. And I, the one thing about Chris Middleton is I don't think he's consistent enough to play the way he's played every game in the finals. And that's where the fault is. Fair. All right. I, I, I mean, <clears throat> do you guys see a scenario, though, where the Bucs win? <clears throat> Yeah. Without catastrophic injury. Yeah. If Giannis gets some of Michael's secret stuff, comes out game one like the MVP player caliber player that he is, yeah, I think they can win. I don't know if the Suns have a player they can put on Giannis that won't take away from someone guarding Middleton or Drew Holiday. It's... Whoever they put on Giannis will probably lead to Middleton going off for a game or two and Holiday going off for a game or two. So it's going to be tough if he can come back full strength. I think the key is can DeAndre Ayton protect the rim against Giannis? Because <clears throat> if that's the case, you can put Jay Crowder on. Uh, I mean, I'm not really worried as much. I mean, Giannis can't hit a three. He's definitely a better three point shooter than Ben Simmons. Um,. But then again, sort of me, Kevin, and Samir. Um, I I will say this though: if they can find a way to get Crowder out on Middleton and Holiday on Booker, you're basically saying, okay, well, this leaves Chris Paul or or yes, the Suns have a lot of firepower, but I'm no, wait, Tucker on. Okay, I'm getting confused here. I thought Crowder for a second was on. No, Crowder on Middleton, Aiden on um, Giannis, and then Drew Holiday, uh, Booker on, no, Chris Paul on Drew Holiday. And then, I, I don't even know how good of a defender, I was getting my team switched up for a second. Booker, I don't know how good of a defender it is, but I, I, I honestly think the Suns got this. It's got it's like a one, 99-1 to shot, basically. I think it's better than that. What do you think? Uh, 80-20? Yeah, 80-10. Uh, 70-30? 60-40? I wouldn't give him that this, much. I think the this isn't a done deal. This isn't a closed yeah, pack it up, not. guys. We're going home. Ron versus the Spurs in 07. And then I, it, 
it's going to be a lot better series than that. It's I wouldn't be surprised if this goes to seven, honestly. I could see that too. If Giannis comes out like a a bat out of hell and just starts like dropping like serious points, and Drew and Middleton play well, I could totally see this going to seven as well. All right, uh, other NBA Finals news though. Interesting. Early to Sports World has heard the clip of Rachel Nichols complaining about Maria Taylor getting a spot in the NBA Finals. I believe it was last year's clip. It was for last year's finals, for the bubble finals or whatever. Nice burp, by the way. What? Nice burp, by the way. Thank you. I I really apologize, folks. I tried to hide as much as possible. Uh, (laughs) Just mute your mic. (laughs) I need to get a better habit of that. Um, I think the people like it. I think the people like it. I've heard two complaints. One is my step-grandfather, great man, shout out to Bruce, and he listens to every show, by the way, which I'm kind of terrified sometimes of, and... A friend of my buddies who gave us a, our only one-star review on iTunes. Wow. I called him out on it, by the way, when I met him in person. He, like, shriveled up. It was hysterical. Um, anyway. Rachel Nichols, by the way, if you haven't heard the clip, he's, she's basically complaining about Maria Taylor, who I honestly don't mind Maria Taylor at all. I think she's just – I actually prefer her more to Rachel Nichols. She's got more energy. May I have Rachel Nichols fatigue because I grew up with her watching her on ESPN. But um, basically, she's complaining how Maria Taylor got the NBA Finals job. Uh, and she starts talking about how she had to deal with adversity because she's a woman. It, it just wasn't – it just didn't look the best. I, I, my take on it is that ESP, what the hell was happening at ESPN that this was leaked and sent around to the employees like during the – Yeah, who dropped this? I like someone every, hates every, sure. everybody. Half the people in the company got the damn email about it with the clip and everything. But um, <laughs> but also like I mean, she got dropped, and as of now, she's been dropped from the finals. As God, I really hate um my Facebook right now because I had the name of the girl who's replacing her. It's actually one of the operatives for Belly Up Sports. We've gone in and trying to take down ESPN from the inside. Wow. <laughs> We're coming for you. I mean, we're her sleep. We're the we're the sleeper agents. Um, um, Malika Andrews. I yeah. actually have seen her before. She's, She's good. Bad. I like her. She's pretty good. Um, but yeah, no. So Rachel Nichols right now, hot water. I don't know what's gonna happen in the future. Kevin, I you said you had to take pre-show in the meeting. What do you got from me? I'm kind of excited to hear this. Her apology was maybe the worst apology I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, the fake tears were... Like, oh, just, I didn't see it. I, I didn't see it. I heard somebody oh call God. it fake tears. It might have been, like, one of the... It was an NFL cornerback who said it was fake tears. I was like, yikes. Yeah, I mean, apologize to uh, Maria Taylor off-air. Be like, I'm really sorry. I was trying to protect my position. And for that, I apologize things I said. But then... Going out there and saying, like, oh, I'm sorry for everyone I offended. If anyone says, I'm sorry for everyone I offended, especially this specific person I offended, no. That is, the first concern should be Maria Taylor. Yeah. Like, right. you text her later, like, after that comes out, like, I'm really sorry. And then, once you do your public apology, I have spoken to Maria about this. I cannot put into words how sorry I am. Uh, it was a lapse in judgment trying to defend my role and not thinking how it would impact others. Blah, 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 blah. It, that's probably still a lie. Rachel Nichols is 
probably doesn't like Maria Taylor because they tried to get rid of her for Taylor anyway. And then she lost her job anyway. And now all of Rachel Dickles' uh, personal life is coming up. Uh-oh. Uh, I mean, I heard about her reaching her reports. Jimmy Rachel. Butler got all up in there. Ooh. In the bubble. Yo. Allegedly. Ooh. Allegedly. Yeah, I, I remember everyone was like, yo, you see, do you see her, like, celebrating after the Eastern Conference Finals? Like, come on. <laughs> They're like, uh, like, this is obvious. And I ha- hadn't gone back and watched it, but I need to. I got I to gotta watch some film on Rachel Nichols. Yeah, Samiri, send me that clip afterwards. because I never heard about that, but, like, holy hell. There's stuff, too. Apparently she was cheering just a little bit extra loud. But also, <laughs> she did an interview in the bubble last year with Jimmy Butler, and it was Rachel Nichols one-on-one with Jimmy Butler. They kept giving each other, like, side glances and smirks during the interview. So, see, to me, that's – I'm waiting for that dude in the back. I'm like, oh, yeah, they fucking – Yeah, they – I'm not going to say definitively that it happened, but I'm saying allegedly definitively it happened. Allegedly. <laughs> you know, it's crazy to me. I mean, like, you hear about this all – like, you hear, like, jokes about this all the time with, like, some people in the media and, like, athletes and everything else. And it, I mean, it was so funny because uh, – shout out to our, our – a show we definitely admire here, the McAfee show. They were kind of talking about this a little bit too yesterday. And I, I was laughing because I, 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 they alluded to it a little bit, but they didn't say it. Kevin just went out and just slammed it right there. Um, <laughs> I also heard that she's reaching out to LeBron, like, like clutch sports and LeBron's team about things. And I've also heard things like, cause Chuck's leaving TNT. Do they replace him with Rachel Nichols? But I'm like, that really doesn't make sense. Why would you, no, another no. Host? why would you put another host where our players should go. The fact that Chuck's leaving breaks my heart because Chuck and Shaq. Wait, when is that happening? When is he leaving after, after this year? After this, after no. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I want them to see. I want to see them bring in a WNBA player full time for it. I think that'd be so cool and get an interesting perspective. It would be great. I go to TNT for the comedy though. I mean, it, I mean, if it's like someone like Lisa Leslie, who I know is hysterical, or even even Super is pretty funny too. I just want to well, see something who's going to plays, go, who's gonna go at Shaq. What? Sue Bird still plays, so it couldn't be her. Yeah, true. I mean, There I was one, I forget her name, there was one WNBA player who has gone at Shaq before in on like a guest spot. But yeah. they're not going to be able to get a good second host to go at Shaq. So find the best WNBA player fit you can find. Former WNBA player. I think it'd be so cool. I feel, like, really, I feel like they're just trying to save that seat for Draymond after he retires. Oh, Someone my keep God. It. That'd be fucking hysterical. Or do, um, do what 2K does. The same. Oh, my oh God. yeah, just do the three. Yeah, because they couldn't get the rights to Chuck, so just do the three. Oh, my God. Uh, but, no, the jokes on Twitter are insane about – there's pictures of them staring and smiling at each other, and then Heat's Jimmy Butler reportedly received noise complaint in NBA bubble. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, for his working at, quote-unquote, working Hotel security know. said to Jimmy Butler's Disney room after complaints of loud basketball dribbling per report. Someone tweeted, Jimmy Butler wasn't dribbling, was he? Uh, there were certain balls that were dribbling. I'll say that Jesus much. Christ. True. And then, apparently, Cat yelled, call Rachel Nichols at Jimmy no. Butler. No. And someone tweeted that. Cat telling Jimmy Butler, call Rachel Nichols. Hits different now. Oh, Let my God. Up. I mean, my boy is dating... Uh, the the girl that cheated on Kylie, he, Tristan Thompson cheated on Kylie with, but uh, uh, first off he cheated on Chloe. 
Yeah. W- yeah. It was Kylie's friend, Jordan Woods. Who now dates Carl Anthony Towns? Oh, shit, you guys. We didn't even take into account when predicting the finals. The Kardashian curse. This is where it would kick in. Booker's been having it too good for too long. I mean, he might have break, broken the, the Kardashian curse. Also, Kendall Jenner is probably the least hateable Kardashian. Uh, she says some dumb shit. But hey, I mean, first off, she all say that, dumb. I'm not defending that Pepsi her. commercial. That was rough. Oh, I see where she, I, I saw where she was going with it, but at the same time, it just was so bad. Like she should have read that. Like no, not doing this. Uh, yeah. She said that she did not use her last name when she started out as modeling because she didn't want people to associate her with the Kardashians because she didn't want people to think that's why she got people or Kendall. People know who you are and you what know. you look yeah, like. I, I will give her credit, though, because she's the only one who's uh, – so I have, I, my sister watches the show, and so does my mom occasionally. They both – and I, I asked them all because I used to have a huge crush on Kendall on the couch. I'm like, is she ever on that show? And they're like, no, like never. She's on like every 10 episodes. Like, wow. I guess like she really isn't about that spot. I guess she's got like social anxiety or some crazy shit. Like she really does not like people. Or, like, being in, like, big social areas. Some shit. I don't even know. But uh, either way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I still hope the Suns pull this out. That'd be great. But, but no, um, Kendall saying she's not using the Jenner last name for modeling is, like, LeBron James Jr. saying, I don't want to wear – I wear number zero so people don't know who my father is. What? Oh, I wonder who number zero is. Oh, LeBron James Jr. Do you, gee, I wonder – Nah, they're not related. What like, what are we talking about? You know, okay, so I'm going to pose this here. I, I I, mean, Bronny looks like he's a pretty good player. But at the same time, like, I watched film on him and D-Wade's kid. Like, there was, like, a comparison video you two my buddies sent me. Zaire Wade's a better ball player. What, I mean, what if LeBron James Jr. is not, like, the like chosen one talent like kind of like marcus jordan was good but he wasn't like generate like generational yeah he's fine he's not the best i don't think he's the best recruit in this class i don't know maybe i mean although he has been growing like crazy have you seen like within the past like year or two the kid is just going ham I just remember how like Lamelo went from being like this scrawny six one kid in his senior year of high school, he's like six five. I'm like, oh crap, he's gonna he's gonna be good. I, I I'd also like to point out real quick about Zaire Wade being a better player. He's three years older than Bronny. True. So I did think I'm like I, as I said this in my way. I think Zaire's older. I'm gonna hear for this. Up oh, there's Kevin. Yeah, Zaire's nineteen. Uh, Bronny's only sixteen. Also, that means we at least have four more years with LeBron. Fuck. He's going to line up his contract with whenever Bronny's entering the league, and then whatever team drafts Bronny, he's just going to sign there. See, if I'm Bronny, that would piss me the F off. Like, it would literally piss me the fuck off. I would literally... Um, yeah, I mean... I, yeah, we'll smear... Yeah, we'll I, I just... I'm sorry. I, I, I know, like, it's, it, it, like, my father is, my father is nowhere close to, Le, like, athleticism to LeBron James. My father's a graphic designer who looks like a Viking. Um, but all I'll say is this is, it, it really comes down to me, if I was in 
Bronny's shoes, I would not want to play with my dad. I really wouldn't. Are you kidding me? I would love that. You get a ring your rookie year. You don't have to worry about that for the rest of your career because you got your ring. You don't have to be like LeBron when he was in Cleveland trying to win a ring and then having people blast you for creating a super team in Miami to get a ring. No. Bronny gets a ring. Though, is that I feel like the Miami decision gets less and less irritating the longer we get from it. Uh, the decision was horrible because he didn't tell anyone. Like, if he just signed with Miami like a normal person, and I understand the money went to the Boys and Girls Club of Akron, which is a really good thing that he did with that, but just the way he did it, like, he could have told the Cavs, like, hey, I'm not re signing here under any circumstances. And make him sound like an NDA or whatever. I didn't like the showmanship of it. Like, I don't think it's just like, oh, I, that's him being like, I'm the greatest. No other player does this. I'm the I one that does it. I heard he was in the shop when he was talking about how, like, the championship in Cleveland. That's when he's like, yeah, that made me the GOAT. I'm like, nobody who ever is the actual GOAT would ever say that. The only person who's ever been the GOAT of their sport who said I'm the greatest is Muhammad Ali, and he's just a different level of, he's just a different level of confidence and trash talk. Jordan doesn't really talk about the goat shit. He thinks it's stupid. Um, he didn't even – he wouldn't even say it. Like, when he was playing, after he won his sixth training, like, are you the greatest player of all time? He said no, and then – or it didn't say no, but he didn't say yes, and then listed a bunch of other great players. Because Michael Jordan's built differently. Tom Brady like, has never like said – I didn't play do the talk. Just let it do now, the talk. Uh, Michael Jordan definitely thinks he's the goat in his own mind, but he's yeah. not going to say it. Right, yeah, because he knows, like, he's like, I don't need to prove it to anybody that I'm the GOAT. Same thing with your boy Brady, same thing with Jerry Rice as a wide receiver. Like, the greatest non-quarterback of all time is Jerry Rice, and then Lawrence Taylor's, like, maybe, I don't know, 10 feet below him. But, like, to, to Kev, by the way, I got to ask, what whiskey are you hitting today? Because that, that bottle looks very nice. Uh, Jack Daniels, Tennessee Taster Selection. Ooh. Jamaican allspice. How is that, by the way? What would you rate that on a scale of one to ten? I think an eight. For Jack, okay. Um, when I come up to visit in a month, can you save me a little? Like, save me a little, save a little for when I come up to visit, because I kind of want to try that. I'll try. I appreciate you, bud. Thank you. <laughs> You'll uh, try his bet. No guarantees. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. That's just the thing that bugs me about LeBron. And I love how Rachel Nichols' conversation changed to LeBron James so fast. Yeah, let's move on. Let's – oh, come on. I'll say my take about Rachel Nichols. Go it's for like, it. be Doris Burke, you know? Love the game. That's all you got to do. Listen, Drake said it best. Doris Burke's the GOAT, man. Like, you Rachel can't – is the GOAT because she what? she doesn't give – she – I just met her, by the way. And this is GOAT talk. Let's compare it to LeBron. It's that you don't need to go ahead and badmouth other players and say that you're so good and that they shouldn't be taking time away from you. No. Just say you love the goddamn game of basketball and you do anything to broadcast it like Doris Burke. Okay, Doris so Burke is, is the GOAT. So, Samir, I met Doris Burke back in 2016. I was working the NCAA Women's um, Elite Eight in uh, Bridgeport, and I handed her a stat sheet because I was I was the runner, so I was handing out all the guys. The Westwood One guys, by the way, fuck y'all, you're dicks. All of you guys are the worst. Doris Burke, I handed to her directly, and I wasn't supposed to. She's like, thank you, young man. I'm like, you're welcome, Doris. And I walk, and she was like, you're you're so sweet. She walked, I walked away, and I'm like, 
that's the nicest like woman who makes over two million dollars a year I've ever seen. Absolutely. Those sacks from Westwood One were shitheads to me about the stat sheet. Doris was so nice to me. I was like, "You are awesome! Like you're my favorite person now." Because I got cussed out by three people on on Stat Row, a media row at the at the uh, Elite Eight. I was so angry. I'm like, I walk back into my my professor who who was the events coordinator for the the arena back then. I'm like, Shane. These Westwood One guys are dicks, and he goes, "Yeah, they're the worst. They they do this every year. They're always an asshole to all the interns." And I'm like, "Yeah, but Doris Burke is really sweet. You shit, she talked to you." I'm like, "Yeah, because I actually handed her the fucking papers." <laughs> but um, also Gino Oriam is a weird dude, by the way. Oh, he's but gotta te- be. But the Texas head coach, the one who they had back in 2016, she was really nice for a tiny, scary lady from Texas. Oh yeah, what's her name? Ah, she's very famous. I don't know what her name was, but she she was like this five foot one lady who walked into the room and was like, oh my god, this woman terrifies me. And she's like, hey sweetheart, you mind moving over quick? I'm gonna go- hold the door for the girls. I'm like, yep. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, okay. I, all the Texas basketball players were like the sweetest people on the planet. All the UConn, all the basketball players were. All the women's team. Brianna Stewart, by the way, I was like, I was like in the same. I, I let she walk by me. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, you are so damn tall. What the hell? Uh, and, uh, Mary Lou, what's her name? She was the other really good one on that team. But that was definitely my first experience, like big time media. I was like, oh my God, Doris Burke, you're the shit. But, you know, um, I completely agree. Rachel, Rachel Nichols kind of, I forgot Rachel Nichols is still a thing. Yeah. I mean, she's not like, she's not bad, you know, she can do her. She's, she's, and it's just what to, to say, just to complain, about di- at this day and age to complain about diversity first of all when it's like okay we heard, saw both those names we're like we saw them they're good we both know that those two girls are good uh and i think everyone knows they're good they're just getting time why would you not why would you want to be like i want to be the only person who want, who's courtside at the finals come on you work like come on you got to be a team player like, at some point and like maybe you don't believe in their talent but who are you to be believing in anyone's talent anyways? You're a good broadcaster. That's fine. This this is going to follow Rachel Nichols the rest of her career. Oh, it will. She's a fine host of the jump and sideline person. But Solid B-plus host and sideline reporter. But yeah. it doesn't matter. It, it's going to follow her. Like, Doris Burke did this, which she wouldn't do, but it would still follow her. I also yeah. think it's it's interesting to me because I'm going with this purely from entertainment value. I love Maria Taylor because on college game day, she brings a lot of energy, and it's great to see. When I see Doris Burke, I know I'm seeing true professionalism, and, and like, she's she's the, the best. Even David Aldridge back when he was on, I just – I felt that kind of, like – uh, who's who's the uh, the girl for Fo- the woman who works for Fox with Joe and uh, Joe and uh, Troy, Pam Oliver? I professionalism there. Like I, you certain people they have this kind of gravitas about them. Well, Rachel Nichols, I always saw her as like she hosted the NBA show. She's good, but like so I mean, it kind of makes it it really. It's kind of more or less like I kind of I kind of sat with Marie Taylor even more just be on top of the fact that just one it's plain wrong. It's because Marie Taylor honestly 
when she's on when she's talking about anything sports, she's definitely more entertaining. She's got a lot more energy. I think it doesn't matter. Maria Taylor could be the worst person at ESPN, but that's still a dick I'm move. Not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it helps. I'm just saying it slams it even more home that because I mean, also Maria Taylor is like really fun to watch. She's she definitely has a good energy on the show. Um, quickly, uh, last week the probably the biggest news at the back end of the week was uh, Shikari Richardson. Uh, women's Olympic athlete. She's a spr- she was a sprinter, uh, also one of the fastest women alive, at least in her in her uh, events. <sighs> Tested positive for marijuana, so it's because of the death of her mother, which you know a lot of us who have either lost parents, grandparents, whatever, can understand you using advice. Um, was booted from her event and will not participate in the Olympics. I believe is the uh, newest update. Um. Everyone in the sports and media world, I saw it from every side of the aisle, regardless of, like, anything. Everybody was ripping on the uh, Olympic Committee. And then I saw Emmanuel – anybody see Emmanuel Acho's tweet, by the way, about the javelin? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just like, dude. Like, I, I – I, my biggest take on this one is just, like, as much as this is so wrong, she tested positive for it. And there, as much as we want to piss and moan about this, because it, it is wrong, because arguably she was fun to watch, and she was great at her sport. I, I, I this is not going to change much right now because the Olympic Committee is not just the United States. The United States, if this was just the U.S., it, it could be changed. Now it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of messed up. But at the same time, it's like the way that I heard an NFL guy describe this today was. When you know you got a drug test coming up, you don't smoke. It, it, it sucks. I, I don't know. It's the whole situation blows, honestly, because she was fun to watch, and I watched her set her rocker. I was like, holy shit, that girl can fly. Um, but Kevin, what are you? What's your take? I think it's dumb that this is against the rules. Uh, it's not a performance enhancer. The only way it would be a performance enhancer is if they put a bag of Doritos at the finish line, because then she'd be well high. She's like, I oh, need yeah. food. It would sprint. <laughs> she um, break the sound barrier. However, uh, and also they don't want these people to smoke marijuana. These athletes smoke marijuana, but they want them to pop painkillers that Big Daddy Pharma gives them, Bullshit. which is ridiculous. Absolutely. I hate it. Um, but Big it's still against the rules. You have to know that. You have to listen to these rules. Right. Oh, it's it's a, it's a joke how they they push pharmaceuticals. I also saw. The dumbest take about this. Someone tweeted a picture of uh, Shakira Richardson, and she has thick nail, like thick long nails. Oh, this Someone is what you that said. Like, oh yeah. Oh this, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a sign yeah. of steroid use. Yeah, shut up. God, shut up. Like, like come on. Wild. Like, why would you? Uh, yeah. And you know the the amount of people that just like take this as an opportunity to pile on this. Poor fucking lady. It's just ridiculous. She's just because she's so good. And that's all it is. Like the quote where she was just like, I'm just like you. I just run a little faster. That's all it is. People don't get it. People just. ah. Yeah. Uh, did you also see what the woman who's replacing her said? No. A fourth place runner. They put the fourth place runner in there. Said that God helped her to make the Olympics. 
and that she wants to help inspire the nation's children to say no to drugs. Uh huh. Very interesting. This seems like the boys. Just the worst. Love that show, by the way. Yeah. This, but this generally feels like a dystopian, like, ugh, that's crazy. So and I'm sure they made her say that too. No, she was. She's Mormon. They. She said. That. Oh well, still. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I looked it up. That is not true, actually. It's a parody. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Which still makes it funny as hell, because, you know, BYU is just... Every time I hear about a guy getting suspended from BYU who's on the football or basketball team, I start laughing. I'm like, what'd they do? Drink a beer? Like, shit. Like, I... I... Uh, while they were soaking, they thrusted .5 millimeters, so they're suspended for a game. Oh, I got a little bit of breaking news here. Okay. Today, as of today, July 6, 2021, uh, in Dallas County, um, it's been officially declared by law that it's Luka Doncic Day. Give it up for Luka. It's his day. Go off wow, they're really scared he's going to leave. Yeah, so I scared. Mean, it, I mean, just get either number two or get rid of Porzingis. I think that's the fastest way to do this. Talk about a guy who's, like, falling off, because, like, for a little while in New York, like, he was, like, the only hope they had for basketball, purely. Yeah, he just, just looks shook out there. He's not himself anymore. I don't Shanghai know. Shanghai Sharks are going to be stacked next year, though. Absolutely. I mean, Kuzma's going to be dropping triple dubs every day. And Ben Simmons out there just dishing assists like it's his job. Oh, good Lord. Because it certainly wasn't his job during the fourth quarter. Hey yo! All right, Samir. Uh, actually, we have an NFL wide receiver who's demanding a trade. Kevin, I know this is your favorite player on the New England Patriots, so I'll let you take lead on this one. Yeah. So former first round pick Nikhil Harry requested a trade. Um, smart business move by him because he was probably getting cut. It was being reported Trey Nixon, our seventh round pick out of UCF, was outperforming him. Uh, Jacoby Myers, who I like Myers, I think he's a good wide receiver, outperformed him last year as an undrafted former quarterback. Uh, And Nikhil Harry cited opportunity, saying that's why he's not doing well, because he only had 86 targets over two years. He played 22 games, if you count the playoffs, over those two years. Uh, He caught 52% of those. And here's my favorite from Jeff Kerr at CBS. Of the 93 wide receivers that have had 80-plus targets over the last two seasons, Nikhil Harry is 92nd in yards per catch. Holy shit. Also, Only Greg Ward is lower. So, Nikhil Harry, instead of complaining about opportunity, how about you get open and learn how to catch a damn football? Yo, facts. Um, He's also rattled. Oh, yeah. Also. He shouldn't have been a first-round pick, but he cannot handle the expectations of being a first-round pick. Also, he was the first receiver taken in that class, which saw um, DK Metcalf, A.J. Brown, Travis Fulgham, and a few other receivers. And I was just – and he was the first overall pick for receivers. I think there were a couple other good ones, too. Even uh, my favorite player, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, produced more, which is scary to think about. J.J. who (laughs) – 
who is a meme. J.J. Ortega Whiteside is a meme in Philadelphia because we just remind Howie Roseman every day of how they he picked him over D.K. Metcalf. Uh, but he still produced more uh, than Nikhil Harry, at least touchdowns. I know that for a fact. Um, also, Nikhil Harry was not the first wide receiver taken. Who was the first receiver taken? Hollywood Brown. Ah, okay. <laughs> still, still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Decent. He, he, I mean, he might be Holly Brown might be the fourth best receiver in that class. Yeah, I mean, it, I think, it's still such a terrible pick. Uh, the only upside that has come out of it is after that abysmal pick. Uh, to be reported, Bill Belichick is actually listening to his scouts now. Good, because they said don't take Harry, take AJ Brown, take DK. And Bill's like, no, I talked to Herm Edwards, and I like to kill Harry. Her, DK, yo, honestly, I think Herm is on, like, Belichick's shit list now. Probably. I hope so. I hope he never take an Arizona State player ever again. What was the last good Arizona State player that was taken? Montez Perfect? Maybe. Yo, I just thought about that. I'm like, trying to think. I'm like, generally be pretty... Because of like you know Madden and everything else, we pretty much know good Arizona State players. I think the last one I can remember was Vontez Perfect. There might be like a running back we don't know about, or like a receipt like a slot receiver's been okay, but uh, Brandon Ayuk's not bad. Oh yeah, Brandon Ayuk. Oh Ayuk's good. Uh, yeah Ayuk. Yeah, his, Terrell his, Suggs. He was he had a good okay season, but literally him hurtling an Eagles defender is the reason he got such a high, like he got so much. Cause that was sick. I'm not gonna. Lie. I was just like, oh damn. Uh no, he had a great year. He, oh, he had numbers. But also, the thing is, like, he also played on a shit team, so nobody. His efficiency was higher, but it was like. Sure. Uh, I don't know. Rating rookie. Oh no, he was an efficient teams. player. Oh no. Rating rookie receivers on bad teams is weird because they're always behind passing. I don't know how to rate it. Uh, Brock Osweiler also. Yeah, hey, Saint. Zane Gonzalez, good solid kicker right there. Oh, for that 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 subpar team in New York. Uh, which one? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Caleb Balage, decent. Oh yeah, I, I don't mind Balage. Right. Not bad. Ooh, Demarius Randall's a pretty good player. That is true. Lawrence Guy. Ooh, love Lawrence Guy. Okay, so these are okay. Okay, eh, so some solid role guys come out of like FSU. I mean, ASU, sorry. Um, Pat but, Tillman? Yeah, that was pre-Herm yeah. Edwards, though, so we, won't, so we can't give him credit for that one. Most of these guys are pre-Herm Edwards. Yeah. Edwards was what, 2015, 16? Uh, 2018. Oh, yeah, so like half these guys are like... Are more Literally than- Brandon Ayuk and Nikhil Henry. Nikhil Harry. True. All right. Wait, but you so you thought he was there 2015, but you were giving him credit for Vontez Perfect, who was in 2015. I was saying the last good player to come out of ASU in total was Vontez Perfect. And then we gave a bunch, but now you're changing. You're like, oh well, the, Herm Edwards wasn't there, so they don't count. It kind of still fits the argument. I just changed my argument, sort of. I don't. I, I don't know. FS ASU has always kind of been a joke, but they have some good role players that came out. And basically, besides Ayuk, Herm Edwards really hasn't sent a good player to the league. 
Yeah, no. All right. Samir, MLB All-Stars starters and rosters have been announced since you are a resident baseball nut here. My boy Escobar made it, even though he probably won't be in a Diamondbacks uniform by July 31st. Um, starters, who we got? Uh, yeah, uh, my my one big issue with the American League starters, uh, T. Oscar Hernandez. Why? Huh? Don't. Put Cedric Mullins in there. He deserves it. T. Oscar Hernandez? Like, what? What kind of pick is that? Byron Buxton? I know he's hurt, but Byron Buxton was lighting the word on fire. He's fine. He's a fine right fielder. He's not an all-star. Let's look up his stats right now because I don't think he deserves to be there. Other than that, I had no issues with it. Um, It's interesting to note that six out of the nine starters uh, in the American League are all AL East players. We're the best division in the league for sure, or in the AL at least for sure. Uh, Big competition there. Yeah. um, But, I mean, other than that, as a Yankees fan, Chapman shouldn't be there. It was his early run. I was talking about this with Kevin before. Uh, Adam Frazier, second baseman out of Pittsburgh. I voted for him. I wanted him to get in. He got in. I'm very happy. He's leading the league in hits, and I'm pretty sure batting average right now. Uh, I know Albius is, like, the fun, flashy pick, but I just, you know, if you, you see, like, a, a guy who's played so long just have a great year like that, I think he deserves a nod. I love seeing that one, like, it's, like, a really crappy team, like, because the, the Buccos are in that, like, Arizona Orioles kind of area where they're just, like, yeah. so bad. And also, I think they have a payroll that's less than a million dollars right now, right? Or, like, <laughs> I'm very low. So it, it's that's not physically possible, but. Their payroll is la- is the wor- is the lowest in the league by about a mile, and the fact is, I love seeing like guys like that getting like first time guys who are just lighting the world on fire. So I love it. Also, uh, shout out Buster Posey. It's nice to see him have a little bounce back season. There we go. There we go, Buster. I, I listen. I, I'm Absolutely. a dumb guy's man. hitting the I ball. Show, like, I show no respect tomorrow. Buster. What'd you say? Guy hits the ball like like no one else right now. And right now, okay, so uh, Teoscar Hernandez is OPSing 809. Come on. All-star starter? What are we talking about here? I, I, it's, it, dude, that's the problem. Why? And that's the problem with fan votes, man, really. It really. Remember that year where, like, eight Giants guys were, like, the starter in the MLB for, like, what was it, two seasons in a row? It was, like, Crawford and um, who's the other one? Uh-huh. Oh, by the way, Crawford, I think, also made it. Gotta love Crawford. Well, Crawford is, like, one of the better defensive, like, shortstops in the league, though, so I'm not going to get mad about that. And he's hitting crazy this year. Oh, his average is... Oh, you know, the Giants, who are, like, like the biggest surprise team in the NL this year. I love it. Like, they really three, You know, I, it's hysterical, you know, because, like, all the MLB experts were like, oh, it's going to go L.A., San Diego, and Arizona is going to be kind of skirting their way at the at the middle and now it's like, oh, no, that's the San Francisco, then L.A., then San Diego, then Colorado, and then my Diamondbacks are an embarrassment. Um, you know, it, it, I got to give credit to San, to San Fran this year, man. They are – they deserve all the credit in the world. They're a fun team to watch, and they're good. They're not yeah. – they don't have any superstars. They just win. 
the it's bat the best part. That's bat. This they just they just ride the hot bat and then they're hitting well and then all their pitchers decide to break out this year. Bro, like it's just that whole like what it's in the water up there. Like seriously. I don't know. Just a bunch of baseballs people have hit in there. Jesus, like I I as, I love I love when like surprise teams happen. I just hate when it's at the expense of one of mine. Also, Otani, first player ever to be a pitcher and a DH. There we go, Shohei. Nice job. Good job, Shohei. The guy's His stats are also insane. I saw a graphic comparing through 77 games, him this year to Babe Ruth in 1919, uh, his first season with the Yankees. Uh, Both played, pitched in 11 games. Uh, Otani's ERA, 5-2-8 in 59 innings, 82 strikes, 31 balls. Uh, And then Babe Ruth, 3-5-6 Three five six through ninety one fourteen Ks forty seven uh, walks hitting Otani two ninety two plate appearances two seventy seven twenty five home runs Jesus and six eighty eight slugging percentage and Ruth three sixteen plate appearances three fifteen average fifteen home runs six nineteen slugging percentage is Muncy has been on a tear too did he make it right he made it yeah he's yeah. a I think he reserved though oh that's like, well, well, I'll like, read the. Did he get like uh, eight home runs in la- last week or something like that? It was ridiculous numbers. Yeah, all the voting was done pretty much. Yeah, that's the problem. I know, cause Muncie's been on a tear. Okay, I'll read the I'll read the uh, starting lineup. So, um, Salvi. Oh, this is all American League. Salvi Salvador Perez, catcher. Right. Uh, first base Vlad Guerrero Jr. Okay, Simeon, uh, second base. Devers and Bogarts, uh, third and short. These are all – I have no issues with any of these picks. Mike Trout, sure. He's going to be injured. Uh, Aaron Judge, yeah. Hernandez, once again, what? Uh, and then Shohei has the DH. And then over on the National League side, Buster Posey is catcher. Freddie Freeman, first base. Adam Frazier, second. Arenado, third. Tatis, shortstop. Acuna, Castellanos, and Rinker, Winker in the outfield. Nice. Great starting lineups. Like that's a Lit. that's a fantastic game. I want to watch. Oh, I I love the MLB All-Star game. I look forward to it every year. I remember one year we didn't have cable, so me and my dad drove to Buffalo Wild Wings four towns over just to watch Goldschmidt get it because you know he's my boy for like the longest time. I got to watch him strike out and walk, and I still was happy as hell to see Diamondback <laughs> in the All-Star game. That was also the year that like they had um. Javier Baez and Machado mic'd up, and it was absolutely fucking hysterical. <laughs> Javi's funny, man. Javi is my dude, man. I love seeing how I love Javi Baez. Um, yeah, he uh, he he's fun. Although he just, you know, this year has been absurd. He just strikes out or just hits a bomb, pretty much. It. Um, it's really did scary. he train with Aaron Judge in the offseason? Yeah. Uh, so well, actually, know- Judge walks a lot. Steinbeck's call up another prospect today, starting in the lineup today. Uh, Stuart Fairchild. Really? Yeah. Dude, I've been that looking at the Yankees prospects. Hoyjun Park has been going absurd. He's got a debut this year. So that makes uh, six prospects in our starting lineup this year. Uh, well, that's the Yankees good, won't though. call him up. No, they won't. No, no they way. want another year of control. MLB yeah. free agency is so stupid, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows that. I like, think they're going to move arbitration from five to six years, though, or control. Well, because isn't Eventually. The, uh, they're, they're negotiating this offseason, right? I think so, yeah, new CBA. I think there Wait, might be a They're going to move it 
up a year? No, no, saying, like, instead of having six years of control, five years of control. Okay. Like, I understand if a guy's in the minors, like, he shouldn't be eligible for free agency. But, like, minors free agency, yeah, but but it's so dumb. With the renewable yeah. contracts, then arbitration. I, I think if you play one at bat, that should count for, like, they should have minimums. Like, if you play one game, that's half a year of service. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, they're not. I don't know what the 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 fix is to how these guys manipulate the the uh, major league service clock. I guess it might be that. Uh, yeah. I mean, because it's up to. But it's and it's not because I think these. I think these guys should be freighted sooner. But it's also teams play games with it. Like they kept Chris Bryant in the minors longer than he should have been there in Chicago. To keep him in the system long. It's dumb. Yeah. I hate it. I don't know. Yeah, it sucks. And that might be one of the major reasons for the lockout, I think. Or for the, yeah. We'll see. Um, I'm just trying to see if anyone else uh, deserves a little shout-out here in the All-Star game. Mike Zanino, catcher for Tampa Bay, got the nod. That's interesting. Uh, Matt um, Barnes, bounce back, bounce back season. Oh, Matt Barnes has been lights out this year. Yeah, he's he's the best part of your pen for sure. And Eovaldi made it. Yeah, I also shout out to Dave Dombrowski. I was reading today that in the Chris Sale trade, the White Sox wanted Devers, and he said, "No, I'm not giving you Raphael Devers." Yeah, thank God too. That guy's absurd. Love him. Like genuinely, like. If I wanted to build a, a a franchise right now, he'd probably be top ten or top fifteen players I would pick. He's twenty four. Twenty four. Like incredible, and the stuff. And okay, he was pretty bad defensively last year, but he's better this year, much better, I'd say. He's shown improvement defensively. Like at first, he was a liability at third, but he's gotten better at. Um fielding yeah for sure um yeah those are the mlb all-stars i'm excited uh I, too bad those uh uniforms are disgusting though like come on just have them wear the jerseys have them wear their normal jerseys oh i actually had an idea and i actually want to know what you guys think instead of having these stupid all-star game jerseys you do this you say okay you know al is is um like color and NL is white you can go if you're picked from the all-star team you can go through the backlog of your team's history and pick any uniform from your team's history as long as it is white or or color you know and and then like then you would see like every player would be like oh i'm gonna pick this jersey like it would be like a big announcement for every single player and everyone would get so hyped you know like i would lose my mind i want to see an athletics player wearing those yellow vest jerseys they had in the sense yeah come on even i hate the all-star game jerseys i agree i think they can be fixed i i like the idea of not the full button down of the two buttons i like that idea in theory the floral print on the custom sleeves is cool i get what they were going for with the word mark with the logo over it uh i don't like how the logo is instead of halfway it's like up a bit i hate that 
But I think they should have taken aspects from the team's logos. Like, for the Braves, the ATL and then the tomahawk over it instead of the A. I think that looks sloppy. Tampa Bay, put the old Devil Ray on there. Arizona, bring back the old D, the old D logo. Now we're going for not letters because those look dumb. Uh, you know what? I can't. Sh- both of our letter, uh, both of our logos have like the, this. Even the snakehead is still our, our has always been our, our secondary logo. Use that. Um, I said another one. The Yankees would be hard to do, but like the yeah, you Angels, just pit, yeah. Just put I, the I, halo on there. Mm-hmm. The Padres, the swinging friar, the Pirates, the old pi- like Buccaneer logo. And the O's one is so bad because they have the bird logo. Why didn't you use that? And I love that bird logo. How can you not love that bird logo? It He's so happy. So much better. Yeah, I don't know. Who? God. And, you know, I, I do feel bad because whoever designed those must be catching some heat right now. <laughs> it was definitely like a last second thing. He's like, oh, this is due tomorrow. We're doing this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just, just went with it. They had some old white guy be like, "Ugh, it's not great, but it's just boring enough that I'm not offended by it. So we'll just keep it. Yeah. <laughs> What's, um, when are they going to start, because they're doing something with the Negro Leagues in the Hall of Fame in a couple of years, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. I uh, think whatever, they're doing something like that, like they're starting to count those stats too. Yeah, uh, baseball reference also like expanded, uh, and like now they have like really expansive like reflections of all, um, like, uh, like all the Negro League players, you could you can look up every Negro League player, see all their stats. It's pretty awesome. And there's I, some awesome names, dude. You can go back and see some of the best names of all time. Yeah, some of them are great. Uh, Rube Foster, good one. Uh, Monte Irvin, like who that. Who would like had like 176 RBIs in one season? What was his name? Who's a catcher? Something Wilson. Uh, not sure. Oh. Pop Lloyd and Buck Leonard. And what baseball should do is have the players wear whatever Negro League team was closest to them, have them wear that. Ooh. I think that'd be so cool. That would be awesome. Oh, how about this name? Diamond Pipkins. Love it. Toots Farrell. And there's one guy that's just named Mangrum. What? There's a guy what? that's just named Mangrum. One name. And he got he had one at that and he and he did not do anything with it. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Uh, have you got something weird for me? I actually have two things, both baseball related. There you go. Jump right into it. One of them was just me thinking about this the other day. Do you know, hypothetically, how many strikeouts you can get in a nine-inning game? It's 27. 
Oh, wait, no. You can get... You no, can get, you could it, get... It's unlimited. You yeah, get, you could get... Drop third strikes, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, you, yeah. You can get an unlimited number of strikeouts. Which I think is insane. Uh, and I say in theory because, you know, you would get tired probably by strikeout. Right. 50, probably before that. And also that they would pull you because they'd be like, all right, you're clearly doing something wrong here. Uh... Also, uh, I or I used to get so hyped uh, when AJ Burnett he threw four strikeouts against the Pirates one time and in, in one inning and it was amazing. That's incredible. Well, and Marlins AJ Burnett was so nasty. He I loved him. I did too. The second weird thing, baseball related, is do you guys want to hear the weirdest score in a baseball game? Yes. Two and a half to two. What? This had to be like pre-1900. It was 1893. Damn straight it was. Uh, A batter. Yes. So a batter fouled off a pitch. And some say it was one and a half to one, but I see a picture. I saw a picture of the uh, like news article and it says two and a half to two. So that's what we're rolling with. So he fouled off a pitch, broke the bat. That was the last bat in the entire stadium. <laughs> they couldn't find another. That's so good. So we went oh to a God. wood pile because there's a wood pile by the playing field uh, uh-huh. and picked up an axe. No. Swung it with the axe, hit the ball. I don't know how he managed to do this, but as the ball was in the air, it split in half. Half of it went over the wall. The other half was caught. There was no rule about what to do in this situation. So the ums talked and decided that it was the bottom of the ninth, too, that the half that went over the fence would count for half a point, and the half that was caught by the outfielder would end the game. That's incredible. Uh, I fucking love that. <laughs> that right, okay, that might be my favorite Kevin's weird thing. That would be my favorite Kevin's weird that thing of all. That goat shit, Kevin. That may be top, like, at least top three. It's incredible. Imagine if that happened today, how much like the managers in social media would lose it. Okay, so I'm going to go up and hand uh, Preston Smith a splitting axe tomorrow. That's happening. I don't know. Um, I, I think the umps might Paven say no. Why is it Preston Paven Smith? I think they would say, no, you cannot use a, an axe. Um, it's Yo. a historical reference. Yo, home run derby with an axe? Come on. Double-sided, too. <laughs> How long until someone lost a limb or died? Or puts their axe in their backside from their backswing. <laughs> oh, dude, imagine imagine someone swings, lets go of the axe, and then just... You know how they all sit, like, right by there for the home run derby? It just takes, takes someone's son's head off. <laughs> oh, fucked up, dude. <laughs> They're like, uh, derby canceled. Oh, my God. Um... Jesus Christ. They'd have to put them all behind ballistic glass. <laughs> good good God. Um all right, Kev, that was that was goat level. That was great. Thank you. I try. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, before we kick that smooth jazz, I just want to give a shout out to the sponsor of tonight's last call. That is our great friends at Yeats. I wear Yeatsofficial.com, Yeats Official on Instagram. Um Gotta give them a little shout out. They sent me a pair of uh, phasers, their newest uh, style of uh, 
sunglasses, of course, hit uh, go up to uh, eatsofficial.com and click uh, buy whatever you're going to buy and put in promo code CORNERBOOTH for 10% off. Uh, they are great sunglasses, polarized. I wore them around all day today. I love them. They're super comfortable. Uh, I also have the Aquas as well. Kevin is, of course, a big connoisseur of Eats as well. Um, just give a little shout out to those guys. They are definitely one of our favorite sponsors. We appreciate them very much. Uh, out of Florida, by the way. Great state. Um, Some last call. Let's keep that smooth jazz. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, as, my, as if my weekend couldn't get any better, the Dallas Cowboys are going to be the team for hard knocks. <laughs> oh, oh sweet jesus i'm happy oh boy one i love chaos on tv i root for it it's great to watch and especially on reality shows and god the the characters on the dallas cowboys team are top notch two if i don't see mike mccarthy smashing watermelons by week three i am canceling my hbo subscription that day four um no team Besides the 2020 Rams has, I and I think the 2015 Texans have made the playoffs if they're on hard knocks. But we already knew that because the Dallas Cowboys couldn't stop anything, much less a de- uh, an opposing offense. So I am for this. I do want to see Dak's rehab. I want to see how they handle it. I want to see if Zeke actually comes in the camp overweight because God forbid it'd be hysterical. I actually want to see what kind of players C.D. Lamb is in the locker room. I've always wondered what kind of guy he is. But uh, I'm definitely hyped for this. Uh, boys, thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys hard knocks? It's going to be electric. Yeah. I also agree. I do want to see how C.D.'s in the locker room. And if he's great, which I expect him to be, because I, I think nothing but praise of C.D. Lamb. I think he's... I think, first off, he's better than Justin Jefferson, and that we're going to see that. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I just want to see – I want to see that wide receiver room. Just all of them, like – See me after that draft when Dallas took him at 18 and Philadelphia's sitting there at 20. I'm 21. I'm like, really? (laughs) It's not surprising. God. They they (laughs) see you guys wanted wide receiver. Oh, scarring. I mean, I love Jalen Rager. I think he's going to have a great bounce back season. But God damn, man. I also, love- CeeDee Lamb with the greatest draft night moment ever. When he's on one phone and then his girlfriend tries to take his other phone and he just rips it out of her hands. That's king shit right there. <laughs> oh. keep, that, keep that Kevin Gates phone separate, boy. Oh, my God. That's great. That I saw that, too. Also, by the way, on draft night 2020, Kevin, have you noticed this? Every there was at least one guy in every room who had a pair of Concords on. The Jordan 11 Concords. I saw at least one friend or family member who had a pair of Concords on. I thought it was hysterical. I think picks like one through 15, every a family member or the draft pick themselves had a pair on. I was like, that's awesome. Random fact there, but I like it was just I'm like, everyone's got a pair. For those of you who don't know, Concords are like arguably one of the most famous Jordan uh, Air Jordans of all time. I have a pair as well. I love them. They're very comfortable. Um, but you know, I'm it's Electric Factory. I'm so happy for this. Have you guys ever watched All or Nothing? By the way, the Amazon version of Hard Knocks. No. no. I made one episode of the Eagles one, and I wanted to cry because basically it was just this. It was the, I made it to the game where Deshaun and Alshon Jeffrey got hurt. 
And that was basically where I just was like, I can't relive this again. My stress was hard enough as it is. But yeah, Cowboys Hard Knocks, I am ecstatic. I became a fan ever since Vince Wilfork showed up to practice wearing XL overalls. Oh my God, it's great. But yeah, so I am a hyper Hard Knocks. Anything else before we head on out, boys? Uh, Yes. Head over to Twitter, check out our pinned tweet, and give your predictions for three rookies in the upcoming Madden. Uh, Ratings week is the week of July 26th, so guesses will have to be due by the 25th. Because I don't feel like going through and saying, ooh, they announced this rating at this time, and you put it in at, like, five minutes after that. So, it doesn't count. Uh, We're lazy. We don't want to do that. (laughs) Winners will get the Manscaped Ultra Smooth Package. Shaving care for down there. You'll get the crop exfoliator, crop gel, and the crop razor, I guess. Um, the crop shaver, actually, with five replacement bl- blades. Jesus. I, I might as well put my ratings at this point, because that sounds like a pretty good deal. Um, and a storage case for the crop shaver. So, yeah, get those predictions in. We've already had a couple. Yeah, some I, people are putting I, in, like, their – Some people are putting in their team's, like, fifth-round picks for guesses. I'm like, God, guys, Why? Kevin, your stepbrother tweeted at us today. Honestly, his were not bad. Yeah. Jeez, I wonder who helped him. I saw those, yeah. Mm, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, folks, that about wraps it up. Of course, uh, quick announcement. Uh, we have a special guest coming on Thursday for our live stream as well. Pat will be back also. And next Tuesday, we are off. I will be in on vacation, and I'm giving the boys the week. Then I'm also letting the boys take the night off as well because, you know, I want to keep the streak alive. Me not missing a show. So I'll be hiking a certain mountain range and uh, hopefully not dying from the altitude. But it's going to be a great time. Uh, so this is probably our last episode until the Madden release, which is going to make it even more fun. But uh, I'm Jared. That's Samir. That's that uh, great man with the great mustache coming back, Mr. Kev. Uh, We will see y'all on Thursday. Peace out. Peace. Hey, guys. Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network. What's up, guys? It's Jared from the Corner Booth. Do you like living balls out? Oh, boy, do I have a spot for you. Over 200,000 customers happily agree Ballsy is the best place for men's grooming products for your man area. Free of BS chemicals like paraben and sulfate, Made right here in the U.S. of A. Go to Ballsy.com. Use promo code BELLYUPSPORTS, all capitals. Ballsy is an official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast and Belly Up Sports.